honestly. A podcast with Zoe and Logan. That was Logan. <laughs> was it? I almost said my own name again. That happens every time. I'm like, that was Zoe. No, that was Logan. And that was Zoe. This one is. <laughs> this one is Logan. This voice. You, you hear this voice right here? It's me, Logan. These, these are your Logans. These. These are your Logans. Did we tell that story? Uh, I don't think so. We were at a wedding shower, and this, our fam, my family friend, who we've known for a very long time, was introducing us to the mother of the groom, and was like, these people have been there for me my entire, like, just, she like, really nice. literally was going on, like, this whole, like, preamble. She's like, these are my closest, dearest friends. They're, like, family to me. They're, like, family. You know, we love them so much. They mean the world to us. Like, this, beautiful. Oh, it went on for a while. It was too. very nice. And then this woman just goes, just, like, there's this lengthy pause mm. after we were finished being introduced. She looks at us, and we're all sitting on a couch, so she literally looked down at us. Yeah. It was like these, and like gestured to us with her hand in a very like dismissive way. It was as though she was like gesturing for someone to take out the trash. Yeah, she's, she's like, like "Oh, this? No, this can go." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "These are your, these are your friends." Like, yeah, that's what she just finished saying to you. Yeah, it was just like really unnecessarily like bitchy. It was, and I was like, "Okay, nice to meet you too, right? <laughs> Great, like, good impression." You could have just been like, "It's nice to meet You'd you." Be like, "Oh." Nice. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. These, these are your friends. These are your friends? These trash people right here. These literal bags of garbage (laughs) on this couch are yours? These belong to you? (laughs) To you. Interesting. Mm, Okay. Noted. Um, yeah, I had, that just haunts me to this day. I know, I'm just like, what what did you mean by that? And I I think I know, but... (laughs) I was just standing off to the side, like, watching it all happen, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, oh, that happened. I was like, that's, that's hurtful. It is. It is hurtful. Like, these. Yeah. So, anytime. Also, like, these in reference to people is very interesting choice. Yeah. Like, these? Like, okay. (laughs) This, this? It's basically. That's yours? It's like the equivalent of her. Yeah. Like, (laughs) we were heard. Yeah. (laughs) Jot that down for a little episode title, Tittle. Rooney. Did you make sure to put some favorites down? For I uh, have a couple. Yeah, perfect. Um, I know I mentioned it the other day, but I forgot I to remind you. Every time the last episode of the month comes, I'm like, "Huh? We do that?" As if we haven't <laughs> had this podcast for like a while, a year and a half. Look at us doing it. We committed. We did. We, we done did it. Done diddly done. What? What? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm okay. I have a share song stuck in my head for no reason. Do you, you believe in love? love? Was I listening to that today? No. no. You know what I had stuck in my head this morning? Hmm. Out of nowhere. Um, Kiss You by One Direction. <laughs> Let me kiss you. No, 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 no. But na, specifically na. the part... Niall's part, making them drool down their chinny chin chin. chin. Baby be mine tonight, mine tonight. Baby be mine tonight. Yeah. And if you... Let's just just go through their whole discography. Close. They love a good diss track. 
They're yeah. known for that. No, I was just like, I mean, chlamydia boy, come <laughs> on. Smiley face. Um, goodbye, Twitter. <laughs> goodbye, Twitter. No, uh, I was just like walking up the stairs to work this morning, and that was just like in my head. No, 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 no. I, no, like, I just run out of a bush. No, 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 I also uh, randomly have swag, swag, swag on you. Chilling by the fire while we eat fondue. Stuck swag, in my head. Swag, swag on you. Chilling by the fire. Like, why are you whispering? Yeah, he was trying to do like, yeah, he was doing like a Yin Yang Twins thing. I don't want that for many ones. Is that Yin Yang Twins or is that Bubba so. Sparks? No, it's it's the twins. The twins. The tw- these. Miss New these Booty. These are your twins. Miss New Booty, yeah. That's is this, it? Is it not? Let me just... Isn't, it, isn't it just the whisper song? I don't know. What do they say? Oh. Sway. No. <laughs> hey, little mama. Hi. Let me whisper in your ear. Oh, yeah, it is the whisper song by Ying Yang Twins. Look at that. Miss New Booty's by Bubba Sparks, though, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so, for some reason, <laughs> that's just stuck in my head. Not stuck in my head, I just... <laughs> I just really want to say it. I want it to be involved. It's just really on the forefront. Great. Okay, I'm glad we got to the bottom of those two early 2000 songs that people... And some One Direction. And and some J-Beebs. Covering all our musical bases. Check. What else do we have? Those were our only talks for this Uh, week. Yeah, no, it's going to be a really short episode this week, guys. I just wanted to remind you that those songs do, in fact, Mm -hmm. exist. Yeah. Um, Bye. See you next week. (laughs) Bye. How are you? Um, I, for one, am furious. Yes, I agree. <laughs> because we have a on our cereal hands. vomiter on our hands at work. Mm-hmm. You heard that correctly. A cereal vomiter. If you are etophobic or whatever the phobia is of vomiting. <laughs> Gross. Warning. Gross. Um, maybe skip ahead a little bit because we will be talking about vomit. Um, we have noticed over the past several weeks... That somebody is throwing up in the bathroom at work, mm-hmm. and we know this, not because we've seen or heard somebody throwing up, no, but because there has been a significant amount of residue <laughs> left behind. Just, like, proof. <laughs> Just, like, a lot of evidence mm-hmm. left. Like, residue, it almost is too kind in saying that, like, some effort was made to clean it. No. No. There's just a lot of... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I walked this, the, my first encounter with this happened maybe a month or two ago. I walked into the bathroom and I did notice a bit of an odor that I was not. I will be honest with you. That I was not keen on. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that's interesting, but couldn't quite place what mm-hmm. that odor was. <laughs> so I then proceed to go into a stall and I'm greeted with a very strong odor. A pungent smell. To say the least. And um, the visual <laughs> of just a trail of vomit mm-hmm. from the toilet bowl down. Yeah, onto the down, floor. Down, like, the neck of the toilet yeah. onto the, just on the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, the, that was your first encounter. Mm-hmm. Um, mine Tell me was... your first encounter. <laughs> okay, you guys, are you ready? <laughs> We're talking about our first time. <laughs> Experiencing a vomit-covered bathroom. Um, yeah, our other friend that works with us was just like, I got up to go to the bathroom, and she like stopped me, and she's like, "Are you going to the washroom?" And I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "Someone threw up in there." And I was like, "Okay." And she told me what stall it was, and I completely forgot that information as I got to the bathroom, which is not that far away. A few but steps. But I was like, "Okay, third stall, got it." Time to pee in, in the, the third, third stall. <laughs> so she wanted me to go to the third <laughs> That's stall. the good stall. That's what I got from yeah. it. It is what I got from it because I went directly to the third stall. And yeah, it smelled like Subway, which was uncomfortable because I wanted to eat Subway for lunch. And I was like, no, no more of that. Don't think I want to anymore. No. And it was just everywhere. Like it wasn't even like they had tried Mm-mm. to be like, no one threw up in here. That's for sure. Yeah. So, between the three of us, Zoe and I and our friend Allie, we all work together. Um, Between the three of us, I think we've each encountered this at least a couple of times. 
So we're looking at perhaps three to five separate vomit incidents. Yeah. I would expand it even to seven, like three to seven. Three to seven, sure. Like, I feel like it's been at least once a week for the last little while. Three is definitely a low ball, yeah. seven's a high ball, yeah. like average is five. Because somewhere in there we've missed a couple, yeah. I'm sure. Well, that's the thing. So today I really had about the last <laughs> straw. So I go into the bathroom don't notice anything untoward initially, go into the stall, and again, I'm immediately met with just the sight of vomit. Mm -hmm. In this case, it did look like the culprit had perhaps (laughs) tried to clean up after the (laughs) unsub. A male in his 40s, single, white, white, lives with his mother. No, um... The culprit did perhaps try to clean up this time because you could tell that efforts had perhaps been made not very successful, but then there was just still the tissues they had used to clean up after themselves. Like, they hadn't disposed of those in any way, so it was like, really, what was the fucking point? (laughs) There wasn't a point. So I literally, like, witnessed that and immediately walked out of the bathroom (laughs) and I was like, no... Not and today. It really brought Vomiter. me back. It brought me Not back today. to university. Oh, and I was like, no, we're not Wait, doing this. You just this. got on a bus. I did. Have you told I, that? I don't know. It's you to should, because it's the best. This is a quick sidebar. It also has to do with vomit. But just like before you go into it, just imagine this as like a scene from like a sitcom because it fits so well. Like oh. I just feel like it'd be the perfect part. If there were like cut scenes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So... This was back in first year of university. I was living in the dirtiest residence on the face of the earth. Um, I was really sick one weekend, had a bad cold, was just not feeling great. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to our shared disgusting bathroom and go Mm -hmm. take a shower. Maybe that'll make me feel better. So I get up, put my towel on, get my little shower caddy, walk into the bathroom. And again, I walk in. I'm like, it smells kind of gross in here, but like, (laughs) it's a Saturday. Like people It's a dorm. It's a dorm. It's a shared bathroom. My floor mates partied every night of the week. So, like, whatever, didn't really think too much of it. Go to the section of the washroom where the shower stalls were. And we had, um, we had one, like, standalone shower and then we had, like, a bathtub. Although, like, who would, <laughs> right? who would what... ever use a dorm room That's... bathtub? If you saw someone using that bathtub, you'd be like, okay, now I know who the serial killer is exactly. amongst us. Like, it's you. Exactly. I'll note that down. Like, like you're it. sinister. Thank you. So, Thank I... You. I always used, like, the standalone, because I don't, the tub just grossed me out. Like, there wasn't, you could use the shower in it, but I was like, no. So I go to the little standalone shower, pull back the curtain, and I'm just met with so much vomit. Somebody had gone in the night before, presumably, and just yacked all over the shower. Mm -hmm. Just everywhere. Everywhere. It looked like this scene in The Shining with the blood. It was like that, but with vomit. I've never seen The Shining, so I'm probably, like, not the best <laughs> reference. But, like, it was gross. So I literally see that. And at that point, like, the smell is very strong. Yeah. I'm like, I can't even use the other shower because, like, it you smells. You know it's there. It's like, gonna, vomit. like, stew. Exactly. So I literally, like, see that, close the curtain, go back to my room, put clothes on, go on my laptop, book a bus ticket, and go home for the weekend just so I could shower in peace. It's my favorite thing. Just, like... Open the curtain, see the vomit, close the curtain, suddenly on a bus. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) it was like... That was literally... Like, I I have no recollection of, like, really buying the ticket and, like, getting on the bus. I just, like, know it was, like, vomit, all of a sudden I'm home. I love it so much. Like, I've heard this story countless times at this point, and it still makes me laugh so much every time. Because it's just like, okay, no, not today, but... Exactly. It was, like, literally, like, a not-today-Satan moment. I was just like, no, like, I am already feeling, like, so sick. Like, I'm not dealing with this. Like, goodbye, heathens. What if someone from your dorm is now working at the same company and is the serial vomiter? What if it's, like, a attack on you as a person and they followed you? You know, I can't, I can't help but feel as though it's a personal attack it on me. It certainly feels like it. But it also just feels like no one in that office has ever used a bathroom in their entire life. No, it's definitely concerning. I was saying this earlier, and I've said this in the past before, but, um, you know, like, Zoe and I are among the younger people in the office. Um, for the most part, people are older than us. There's a relatively small, like, population of, like, younger people, but it's middle-aged yeah. people predominantly. 
Um, so the fact that, like, us as, like, 24-year-olds, you'd think, like, we'd be the rowdy ones that, like, don't know how to clean up after ourselves. <laughs> Just vomit Just everywhere. vomit everywhere. <laughs> In the workplace. Um, like, the fact that we can conduct ourselves with, like, a certain level of just, like, common courtesy and etiquette. Yeah. And meanwhile, these, like, old people can't. <laughs> Millennials. Like, yeah, these baby boomers fucking can't even control their vomit, so I don't- we don't know who's vomiting. Um, but- Baby boomers are killing the vomiting. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I literally was so angry when I got back to my desk after witnessing this this afternoon- that I was just like, can I make a sign that literally says, like, if you vomit, clean up after yourself. Like, yeah, we're both we're both very sorry that you have to vomit at work. That doesn't sound like a fun time. No. Like, I'm sorry that you're sick. I'm sorry that something's going on there. However, if you are to get some on the floor, down the toilet, in the toilet, flush it. Yep. Clean it up. Clean it again. Like, I just think, yeah, first things first, seek medical attention for whatever you're dealing with going through because- Something's up. Something's going on. I just feel like vomiting that much is not a good sign. No. And I'd love for you to get the care and attention that you need. Um, However, when it impacts my life, my eyes, my nose, um, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes, knees and toes- when it affects me in that way, I don't appreciate that, and I don't care what you're going through. Take a couple of minutes to clean up after yourself, you goddamn filthy animal. It's just, I assume it's one person, but the thought that it's perhaps more than one person, I'm like, is this the beginning of, like, an outbreak? Like, should I be concerned? Well, okay, exactly. I'm just, like, I am also operating yeah. under the assumption that it's the same person. Yeah. But it's like, yes, what if it is multiple people? This is a health and safety... This is a bodily fluid Biohazard. This is biohazard. This is a bodily fluid that's just, like, out in the open for people to, like, touch unexpectedly. It's gross. I don't appreciate it. We should get hazmat suits and uh, just go to the bathroom in those. I think we fucking need to. I think we need to. Also, I think we need to buy a bottle of bleach, a sponge, some rubber gloves, and passive-aggressively put it in the bathroom with a note that says, Hey, vomiter, this is for you. Clean up after yourself. No, literally. Like, if I encounter this- Go to the dollar store. Let's do it. If I encounter this one more time, like, I am taking this to our manager and being like, Can I put a sign up? Please. I think one of the other people that works with us was talking to her about it the other day, though. Oh, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I could kind of like, there was some sort of conversation, but then like our manager was like in the middle of doing something. Yeah. And I was like, we have to talk about this later. But I was like, oh, no, girl. we need to talk about this oh, now. Girl. Smack the death. It has been time to talk about this. It's just, it's just the vomit. That's one thing. And that's horrific. And then it's just like little things that keep happening in the bathroom where you're like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are any of you doing? The thing that really gets me, aside from the vomit, which is obviously, like, just number one on my mind, um, we have automatic flush toilets in the washroom. They're not as powerful as they (laughs) once were. So I think what happens is a lot of people leave the stall, they hear it flush, and they're like, perfect, I am done with my work here. (laughs) But the thing is, um, (laughs) they don't always flush everything down in the first go. Sometimes you gotta do, you know, two, maybe even a triple, depending on what your sitch is, and that's okay. I'm just saying, like, we we don't flush shame unless you're not flushing the toilet at all. Exactly. That's the only time we will shame you. I'm just saying, like, you need to stay in the stall until you have visual confirmation that everything (laughs) has gone down the drain and stayed there. Because sometimes it'll come back. Floats. Exactly. But people don't do that. No. So I have walked into many a stall. Oh, so many. And seen an array of things that I was not meant to see. (laughs) That I was not supposed to be privy to. No. I didn't want to see it. I didn't ask to see it. I saw it without my consent. And that is unfair to me. I don't want to see it. (laughs) No. Put it away. Flush it down. We also have people who don't know how to use garbage cans. That's what frustrates me the most of all the things. (laughs) Because I just... The counter... Has two squares cut into either end of it. Built in garbage cans. And below it are receptacles for your trash. 
But instead, every time I go in the bathroom, I have to pick paper towel out of the sink and put it in the garbage, do a sweep counter and throw it in the garbage. I'm like, this is not my job. No. This shouldn't be like the cleaning staff job either. Just throw it out and they'll take out the garbage. That's always really upsetting to me. Like when I'm in public washrooms is like, I try to be as, it's like when I go to any sort of like public space, I try to be as neat and tidy as I possibly can be because I know that there are people who have to clean up after me and I want to make their job as easy as possible because it's a shitty job, you know? Like I, I, you know what, if I can make their life a little bit easier by just putting my stuff in the garbage where it's supposed to go, like then that's fine. Um, so I'm just always amazed when I go into a space and people have, like, no regard for just anything. It just reminds me, too, of, like, when the Eaton Center first got those. Before at the Eaton Center, they used to have garbage, just normal garbage cans that had, like, the trash, the compost, and the recycling. Yeah, it's like you'd be in the food court, you you finish with your food, you go go throw your stuff out. You put your tray on top, you throw out your things in the appropriate bins. A simple system. Apparently not. Because now, what they've put in, pinion, are these big, like, tables that have all those same bins, but now have a person there. There's literally a garbage attendant. It's... Very overwhelming. The first time we encountered them, I was like, I don't want to give this woman my trash. I feel very bad about it. I was like, I'm perfectly capable of throwing my garbage out. Yeah, just like, I'll, don't worry about it. Like, just let me come around and I'll throw out my trash. But then I feel bad. I'm like, well, this is literally her job. But I'm just like, but I feel bad. Like, I can do this myself. Like, I don't, you don't need to throw my garbage out for me. And then we just saw someone come up, not even make eye contact with her, not even smile, not even say hello. Thank Mm. you. Nothing. Just shoved the tray. And walked away. Yeah, they had no problem. They had no like, qualms. Oh, is that? Oh, that's how we're doing it. Okay. I know. It okay. makes it still makes me so uncomfortable oh, yeah. to this it's day. It's been there for like a couple, couple years. years now, and it's still every time I'm in there, I'm like, "This is hell. This is hell. This I know. is hell." I always say that. I like look at them, and it's like I have like that look. Yeah. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm doing this. And I'm like, I know. thank you. <laughs> like I try my best to like be like, I don't need any tray. I will do this, and then just carry my garbage somewhere else. <laughs> Dispose and of it in secret. Oh no. I know. Well, it's also like. I worked for a short period of time as a busser in a Mm -hmm. restaurant, and so I was kind of like this before, but especially now, like, if I am at a restaurant, I will stack everyone's plates up, I will put all the cutlery on top, like, I will make things as, like, concise as possible for the servers and bussers to pick up at the end of a meal, because that was always my pet peeve when I'd, like, go, especially it was, like, a big group of people, and they'd leave, and there'd just be, like, 18 plates for every person and they'd be like strewn all over the place and like cutlery just thrown here and there and you're like going around and picking it up one by (laughs) one you're like this is hell (laughs) thank you so much for your help and it's like again like i know like it's not i don't know i guess like we were just raised differently i I don't i don't know i I just feel super uncomfortable too when you're like at a restaurant with someone else and they don't do that you're there like, oh, let me put this. Oh, no, that might fall off. Let oh, me I do know. this. And you look across and there are plates and color and everything. You're like, oh. I know. <laughs> oh, no. I know. I feel like going to a restaurant with somebody, like, we've had this discussion oh, before, yeah. but, like, that's when you really discover, like, what type yeah, of person someone is. That's the ultimate is. test. Yeah. You're like, how will you respond to this waitress who's just doing her job? Yeah. I think, like, really quick way to find out, like, what kind of person someone is, just go to a restaurant with them and you'll learn very quickly i just i have never in my life spoken to a waitress in a way that wasn't apologizing for me existing oh no <laughs> like, you know yeah. like i feel like that's very on brand for us we're like i am so sorry i'm here i would love to have this meal if you're comfortable asking for that from the chef if he doesn't want to make it like don't worry i will go somewhere else thank you so much again i'm so sorry to take up this table yeah thank you i'm sorry well, I just think the best example, and I know we talked about this on the podcast, but when we went to Scottabush back in the summer, and the booth they sat us at was infested with fruit flies. Like, legitimately infested. No, like, that's the thing, like, and again, we've talked about this, so I won't get into it, but, like, it wasn't, like, one or two flies, it was, like, a swarm of fruit flies. And I literally, like, <laughs> the server came over, and I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I literally started my sentence with, I'm so sorry, but there are a lot of flies at this table. <laughs> Like I was apologizing because they sat us at a booth. I'm so with sorry fruit flies. I brought these fruit flies with me and now they won't leave. It's getting really awkward. Can I be moved? Thank you. 
Oh. It's just a lot. It is a lot. It stresses me out. Like Everything what, stresses me out. What's it like? I, we were, oh my god. What were you talking about yesterday? Where you were talking about how like you try so hard to make other people feel comfortable <laughs> yeah, that I'm you yourself extremely... are just constantly uncomfortable. Yeah, that's it. That's my life. <laughs> that's like, we came to that conclusion yesterday. Like that's how Zoe lives her life. That's how I operate as a person. I'm like, no, I'll make everyone super comfortable and I'll be here like, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's great. And I'm like shaking. <laughs> like Whoa. the least comfortable. Oh, oh boy, <laughs> it's so true. What else is going on besides serial vomiters and people being rude to waste? <laughs> oh God. Um, great question. Uh, Sean Mendes. Shawnee Men. Our boy Shawnee Men is on the cover of Rolling Stone this month. So cute. Yay, Shawnee Men. Um, full disclosure, haven't actually read the full <laughs> profile. Yes. <Yeah, same. laughs> um, just have seen some snippets here and there. Um, but the big thing that everyone's talking about is poor Shawnee Men. Just people won't leave him alone. And he basically was addressing in the profile um, the fact that a lot of people seem to think he's gay. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing a very, you know, Louis Harry situation oh. where they just won't let it go. And uh, Shawnee Men was talking about how, you know, it makes him feel like there's this pressure to, like, be seen out with a girl. Yeah. And or like, tweet, I'm not gay, by the yeah. way. It's like, hey, I'm not gay. And, like, you know, like, do these things to, like, prove that he's not. And he's just, like, you know, like, it. I, I don't like that I feel that yeah. way. But then, like, it, there is a part of me that does. And, like, I hate that part. But it's just, like, and I just, I I feel for the kid. I really yeah. do. He's how old? He's 20. 20. He's just a, I'm just, just a, a baby. baby. No. He's just a baby. He's a wee child. Um, and people need to leave him alone and stop harassing him about his sexuality. Like, literally the first meme I saw, I laughed at. I was like, <laughs> the apple, the bottom, apple jeans. bottom jeans one made me laugh. And then it, it got to a point where it was like every other thing I was seeing was like making fun of how he was like secretly gay. And I'm like, okay, we've like passed a threshold here that I'm not super comfortable no. with. I just think like. A, it's kind of weird to comment on, like... Because, I mean, like, he's been famous since he was, like, 16 or whatever. Yeah. I just think it's weird to comment on, like, a literal child's sexuality. Yeah. Like... Even if you yourself are a literal child, like, it's it's odd. I just think it's odd. It's I just weird. think, like, it's not really up for your discussion. Yeah. Um, You know, I know there are, like... I just, I don't know, like, why it's funny to people. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the gag here? Yeah. Like, why why is this it's, humorous? Is he gay and that's bad? Is that it, what we, like, are it's, we on it's that? It's funny because he's gay, but, like, I don't, he's, it's yeah. funny because he's not coming out. Like, I don't, I don't really get, like, the humor in all of yeah. it. Um, or, like, it's just, like, it's a weird situation. And I, I feel really bad for him. And he's mm-hmm. obviously not saying, like, it's bad to be gay. He's just, like, I don't like people saying yeah. I'm something that I'm not. And like Which I think is completely fair. I think that's fair. And like unfortunately the world in which we live in is very like we talk about it all the time. It's like masculinity is very toxic. Yeah. And this poor kid is just trying to be a person in this world where people are like, oh that's kind of he's kind of like different. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he's, li- like, he literally said, like, you know, people will, like, comment on, like, the way he sits in an interview, yeah. and then he, like, is careful not to do it again, because, like, it, people I think he's, like, like, effeminate or whatever, which is, like, why? Yeah, it just feeds into that whole thing that it's, like, being effeminate is bad, mm-hmm. like, you, you can't do that, otherwise you're gay, and it's yeah. just, like, I think we, frankly, need more men who yeah. are not ashamed of being more feminine yeah. or more effeminate like they don't think it's a bad thing and they're just like living their lives and the being thing themselves with taylor swift and that was so pure i'm I like know. yeah we just need we need more young men like this in like the public eye yes because it's like oh taylor swift wanted to put glitter eyeshadow on him and he was like sure yeah and then she's like can i post it and he was like of course 
And then that turned into, oh my god, he's wearing glitter. Luke, step in here. You have a lot to say, Mr. Hemmings. Yeah, you know what? Glitter eyeshadow. This is a fucking call-out post for Luke Hemmings of Five Seconds of Summer. Where the hell are you in all of this? Like, this would be a great time for you to step up. I don't follow him on Twitter. Maybe he has said something. I doubt it, though. I doubt it. But, like, this would be a great time for you to step up because, like, I don't think you're getting the same sort of criticisms that no. Mr. Sean Mendez is. I so. don't know if we, like, talked about this on the podcast, but we've definitely talked about it in real life. This Five Seconds of Summer now are doing this whole thing where it's, like, what is, like, in the news right now? What are people, like, really into talking about? They're trying so hard yeah. to be, like, glam rock. And I'm, like... They're like what people the are like really into like smashing gender roles. Androgyny. So they're like, I don't know if anyone is seeing this or like anyone's ever done this before, but as men, we're gonna paint our nails and put on some glitter. I'm like, okay, Prince, okay, David Bowie, okay. <laughs> like, no, they literally think they're being so groundbreaking. They're like, yeah. we're gonna wear glitter i'm gonna wear like a blouse <laughs> with a deep v and it's like yeah a blouse. it's like okay me when i'm getting ready in the morning i'm gonna wear a, a blouse, blouse. <laughs> but like literally that's what they're doing they're like what if my sleeves were longer <laughs> what if i wore boots that had a little bit of a heel <laughs> what if suddenly there was glitter it's like, yes. consider this glitter. <laughs> Harry. They're, they're being so fucking stupid. I hate Five Seconds of Summer so much. This is an anti-Five Sauce podcast. I would love to have them on here so we can slander them for an hour. I want to fight them physically. <laughs> fight them. I clenched my fist involuntarily. I really felt that, like, deep in my core. Um, yeah, so I just feel like... I just feel bad for Shawn Mendes. Yeah. Please just leave him alone. Leave Shawnee Men alone. We've had this conversation about Harry Styles before. Yeah. Because he's been through this, um, which is just unfortunate. Like, he literally destroyed a person's friendship with someone else because of something like this. Do you feel good about yourself? But it's just, it's so unfortunate, and, you know, it's like, God forbid that there are young men who just want to wear what they want to wear and do what they want to do. And just sit the way they sit. Like, that's comfortable for them. Like, what? Like, not to sound... he crossed his leg or something? I like, know. I don't know what it is. Like, not to sound completely cheesy, but just, like, be their authentic <laughs> selves. Like, that sounds like... I hate yeah. saying that. But, I like, get it, though. Also, like, just allow people to be themselves. be themselves. And, like, you don't need to... And I think it just feeds into that whole thing of, like, well, we ascribe certain characteristics yeah. to certain types of people, and I think like that is also That's, like, treacherous. Not real. <laughs> um, it's just like, well, why yeah. is you know why does because somebody do this, you think that they're yeah. this way? It's just like <laughs> not to be fake deep, but none of this is real. Literally, just like let people live their lives, let them mind their own business, stop let speculating. Them wear glitter if they, they want, wanna... you want to wear glitter, wear glitter. Um, it's just really frustrating, and I think Luke Hemmings needs to step up and, um, show his support for Shawn Mendes. For fellow glitter-wearing folk. Yeah. I just, oh my god, five seconds of summer. Like, talk about try hard, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) I hate your dumb tattoo. I I wish you'd fly to the moon where there are no girls to use or screw over. I'm laughing because I <laughs> lied, you know. I said you sound like all time low. You really don't. You don't. They don't. <laughs> Even though they try hard. Try hard. Again, you if you haven't heard that, hard. please go listen to it. It's collectively our favorite song. It's, um... Abigail Breslin. <laughs> yes. Queen Abby herself. What's the song called? You Really Suck. You Really Suck. Or is it just I think it's suck. You Suck, but she just says You Really Suck the whole time. And she says very uh, descriptive things about Michael. Just, like, very obvious about him. And then she's like, no, it wasn't about him. <laughs> Which I respect. No, the whole song is absolutely a call-out post for him. It's fantastic. And then when somebody was like, hey, um, this is really blatantly about Michael Clifford and this could perhaps be hurtful to him. She was just like, it was a joke. <laughs> and then Michael responded with, I didn't find your <laughs> joke song funny. funny. But everyone else did. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> Welcome to the real... 
so yeah, I don't know, Sean Mendez. It just also reminds me of that, remember the whole thing with Millie Bobby Brown? Oh, God. Where they were like, she hates gay people, she's gonna run them over, and I was like, okay, what? Like, <laughs> That's the thing, it's like, I feel like especially on Twitter, these yeah. things, you know, it all it takes is like one person to make kind of like, like a the meme. apple bottom jeans yeah. thing. It take, All it takes is one person to make a meme or, like, a funny joke. Mm-hmm. And these things just, like, spread, like, wildfire yeah. sometimes. And it's, like, all of a sudden it's just, like, snowballed into, like, this huge thing that, like, yeah. everyone's partaking in. And everyone's, like, oh, my God, this is so funny. And it's just, like, this is so messed up. This is a child. Like, literally. Like, leave her alone. <laughs> like, none of, like, none of that was funny. No. Not one thing that I see in there that I was, like, huh. No. <laughs> no. It's, uh, it's just really messed up. It's very it's... strange, because it's always, like, adults. Yes. It's always, like, people who are at least 18. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's, like, really the messed up part about it. It's just, like, why? Why are you doing this? Like, what is the point? <laughs> why Why do you feel so strongly about this? It's very weird. Um, also, like, it's harassment. No, <laughs> at the end of the sure. day. At the end you, of the day. At the end of the day. I don't know. I just think the lesson to be learned here is, like, let everyone just, like, do their own thing as long as they're not hurting themselves or anyone else. Then it's fine. Then it's fine. Leave them alone. Like, why do you care that much? Exactly. That it affects your life in any sort of way. Like, I can't imagine. Like, Sean Mendez sitting in an interview and, like, crossing his leg, presumably, like, I don't know what actually happened, but know. that's what I can guess, is that he probably sat, like, a way a girl sits in a yeah. chair. Like... Why would the way a teenage, well, <laughs> young adult sure. sits in a chair affect your daily life so much that you feel the need to tweet, post on Facebook, I don't know, I Instagram? Know. Well, it's like, you know, it's the same sort of thing that happened in, like, the Larry era yeah. of One Direction, where it's like, these people would watch interview videos and you know, concert videos, mm-hmm. and they would analyze every little thing that they did and be like, see? See that moment right there where they where they glanced <laughs> at each other? I'm gonna be honest, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't. They glanced at each other from 18 feet across the room, and that signifies, it's like, if you look at the corner of his mouth, he clearly whispers to Louis that he loves him. Like, what? What? But it's, like, there's people that, like, clearly have nothing better to do than just, like, sit around and, like, analyze yeah. these things to the point where it's, like, this doesn't even make sense anymore. And these people aren't friends. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, I just, it's so messed up. Um, I, I do. I feel bad for Sean Mendez. I feel, yeah. I feel bad that this is something he feels like he has to apologize yeah. for. I feel bad that it's something that's, like affecting him so much that he's on the cover of Rolling Stone and that's the story. Yeah. Is that people think I'm gay and I don't like that they think that, but then I feel bad because I know there's nothing wrong with that and now I'm stuck in, like, a loop of being, like, everything is wrong. Like, I appreciate how self-aware and, like, the... Yeah. Uh, self-aware he is, you know, such a young age, but I'm just like, he shouldn't have to be. No. Like, he shouldn't have to think about his every move and, like, you know, how he speaks or how he, like, moves his body and stuff like that. It's just completely ridiculous. Leave him alone. Leave Johnny Man alone. Let's pull a Chris Crocker. (laughs) Leave Freddy alone. Alone. Leave Shawnee alone. (laughs) Leave him alone. Uh, Let's do it. Let's put up a backdrop. Let's Let's get down to business. Let's Let's get get down down to business to to defeat... The, the Huns. Hunty. To defeat the Hunties, am I right? That's I'm very wrong. Mama. Yes, go Let's on. get sickening. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, what else? Um, Amanda Bynes is back, back, She's back, back again. <laughs> She's back. It's just so nice to see her. Looking, she looks so healthy. She looks healthy. She looks happy. I literally yeah. did a double take when I saw the Instagram from Paper. Yeah. I was like, "Whoa, that's Amanda Bynes." Yeah. Um, I mean, she Amanda Bynes is on the cover of the Break the Internet issue of Paper this month, um, and it was so uh, heartwarming to see her. And she's like doing well, and she took time away from the public eye as yeah. much as she could. Well, I mean, like, and she really has, yeah. because 
obviously, you know, she was going through it there mm-hmm. several years ago. I couldn't even believe it had been that long, but like, I know. she retired, quote unquote, from acting on Twitter in 2010. It feels like it was literally just the other day. No, I was like, I thought it was maybe like a couple years ago. Tops. Yeah, I would think like maybe like four or five. Maybe, maybe. not I even. the most, like five at the most. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it was like some time ago, but not like an aggressive amount of time. But it was like eight years yeah. that she has been, you know, not acting. Um, And she, you know, was going through... A lot of issues during yeah. that time. She was arrested, I think, at least a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, was going through some issues with drug addiction and stuff like that. And other issues that people were speculating about. Um, but she is back. She, in her, uh, in the piece with paper, she said she'd been sober for four years. Which is quite a milestone mm-hmm. achievement. So that's amazing. She's at FIDM uh, studying like fashion merchandising yeah. or something like that. Or fashion design. Um, and doing really well in her yeah. classes from the sounds of it. She also wants to make a foray back into acting. I would love that so much. I, yeah, like, I think I speak for both of us. Like, Amanda Bynes is somebody we just, like, grew up oh, watching. Yeah. Like, from I all that to the Amanda the show yeah. to all of her movies. Like, just a terrific actor. So funny. Like, literally the reason I wanted to be in, like, little, like, acting camps and, like, dramas, like, Amanda Bynes is so funny. Yeah. Like, I just want to be, like, Amanda Bynes. No, absolutely. Like, it just wild to me. Like, she was just so insanely talented and, and it was... so much, like, like you said, so much a part of literally everything. Yeah. That, from that era. <laughs> like, growing up, I was like, oh, she's on TV? Oh, she's in the movie? Oh, this? Like, literally grew up with her. Yeah. So... Yeah, it was, like, just so disheartening, like, when all that stuff happened there several years ago and, you know, she was retiring and going through it. Yeah, having a public kind of breakdown. Yeah, to put it nicely. Um, I think, like, overall, it was, like, nice to read the piece. I was, like, nice to see how she was Mm -hmm. doing. Um, I think they kind of, like, it was a little bit of, like, a nice, like, She's back. Everything's great. Yeah. You know, she's sorry to whoever she might yeah. have hurt during that time. But I was yeah. like, she said some pretty vile things oh, yeah. on Twitter. It was, like, not good for um, anyone involved in that. So I wish, like, on that hand, like, that they had maybe held her a little bit more accountable mm-hmm. for what was going on then. Because she said in the piece that, you know, she doesn't have any mental health issues, that this was all drug-induced. Yeah. I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever. I'm not going to pass any judgment. But either way, you said some really awful things Mm -hmm. to people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would just like to maybe hear more about you apologizing for that directly. Because, like, no one's going to be like, you're a terrible person, look what you've done. But it's Mm -hmm. like, you were obviously going through something. Yeah. A lot of things were said that perhaps you believed at the time. Or perhaps was just a product of whatever was happening. Mm-hmm. But you still gotta say something. Like, my bad, everyone. But, like, yeah. that was not appropriate. Because, you know, obviously she said some bad things. But it was also very obvious that, like, she was going through oh, it at the yeah, time. Yeah, like, no one would be like, oh, no, she's fine. <laughs> so, not that that excuses it. But I just think, like, it, we're eight years out from all of that. Mm-hmm. I just think it would have been nice for her to be like, you know, hey, Rihanna, I'm really sorry that I said that thing about Chris Brown beating you because you're ugly. (laughs) Like, yeah, because like, I think in the paper thing, all she really said was like, you know, I'm really ashamed of, you know, like the things I said and did during that time. And, you know, I'm sorry to anyone who I might have hurt, which is a very nice, it's a nice blanket statement. But I think now's the time to get specific. Get specific. I just think, like, it was a really flattering piece on her, and that's awesome. And I just think, like, coming back after all this time, like, I think people are, for the most part, viewing her, like, in a really favorable Mm. way. So I think, you know, just a slightly better apology would have gone miles in everybody's eyes. Mm. And they'd be like, oh, yay. (laughs) And it's like, seeing as you are doing so well, and you have been sober for so long, Mm -hmm. just, that should be part of it. Like, that should be part of... Just you're like moving forward, yeah. To be like, remember when I did those terrible things? I am so embarrassed. I'm so sorry. Like right. just a little more detail, exactly. But I would, 
absolutely love to see her back mm-hmm. in movies or TV. Oh my god, what I like about, not what I like about you, the show that she was on. No, it was what I like about yeah. you. Yeah. Um, I was like, wait, what is it not called? I know, sorry. Then I got confused. I was thinking it was so little time. I was like, no, that's the Mary-Kate and Ashley show. Yeah. That was also a banger. Um, but yeah, I just... Got some She's the Man. She's the Man. What a girl wants. What a girl wants. Oh my god. Easy A. That was her last acting gig. Classic films. Like, they really are, No, they're so good. Like, I just think, like, if you have never seen an Amanda Bynes film, like, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, I don't get, like, the cultural significance (laughs) of Amanda (laughs) Amanda Bynes, Bynes, which, like, there definitely is, Mm -hmm. um, please go educate yourself. Go watch What a Girl Wants. So good. It's got her. It's got Colin Firth. Oh my god. What more could you- That is what a girl wants. That is what a girl wants. Colin Firth and Amanda Bynes in a film together. I mean, like, I didn't realize it as a child, but, like, what a girl wants is Is Colin Colin Firth. (laughs) Exactly. When he has his leather pants on. Uh, Yes, Colin. Yes, Colin. Come Colin. Um, I would love to see her act again because I think she's one of the funniest young females of our generation. She's such a good, like, character actress. Oh, absolutely. Like, any kind of weird, like, facial like, Jim Carrey faces. Like, oh, she's got those. God. I don't like Jim Carrey, no. but that's fine. Amanda, please. Amanda, 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 Amanda. Penelope Tate. Block Blister. <laughs> Block Blister. Moody's Point with a young Taryn Killam. Oh, Taryn. What a baby. As, a uh, Spalding or Sterling, whatever his name yeah. was. Oh. oh my god, so many, the like, girls' room. Oh my god, welcome back to the, the girls' room. If you guys have never seen The Amanda Show, I'm sure you can find, like, lots of clips on it on YouTube. Like, please go educate I yourself. Like that was, like, all I watched at that age. Oh, yeah. It was, like, Amanda Show. Amanda Show. Yeah. It launched the careers of Drake and Josh. It did. Josh out there now. <laughs> David Dobrik's vlog. Full circle, baby. Not at all. Um, just Let's a, pretend. More like a progression, I guess you could say, than a circle. But anyway, um, so yeah, Amanda Vines. Back, back, back again. <laughs> back again. Speaking of vlogs, though, just right with the Shane oh, and Ryland. Oh, you've got content. tea to spill. Oh, well. <laughs> What if I just did it in a really nasally, like, newscasting? Please do. I won't. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much for asking. Denied. <laughs> so, Ryland used to work for a YouTube channel called Clever. Oh, I thought it was going BuzzFeed. <laughs> Close. It's like BuzzFeed. Right. Okay, yes. It's, like, exactly the same thing. Huh. But I don't think they have, like, BuzzFeed has the website that has, like, quizzes and stuff. I think Clever was, like, just... Strictly video-based. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he was on that. And a lot of people, much like with BuzzFeed, were leaving at the same time and then doing all their, why I left BuzzFeed videos. People were doing that with Clever. Yeah. He wanted to leave and they would not let him leave in a way that wouldn't make him lose a bunch of money. Okay. So he had to sign on. I forget what the name of the thing is, but he had to sign on to like this thing where it's like you're still kind of working for the group that manages Clever. Yeah. So like there's like a third party. Sure. That's like responsible for a bunch of YouTubers and then YouTuber channels like Clever or BuzzFeed or things like that. Okay. So basically, it's like YouTube pays these companies, mm-hmm. and then those companies pay the YouTubers, the YouTubers. Okay. for whatever money comes in from their ads and things like that. Sure. So they wouldn't let Ryland have a clean cut from Clever. His videos were still feeding money. Like, YouTube was still going to that company, and then he would get money. That was like what happened with Grace Helbig. This is <laughs> sketchy. Okay. So, one morning, everyone who is affiliated with this, I think it's called Defy Media. Okay. But I don't, like, it had, like, three letters as, like, what those things are called that I can't think of. But the brand, (laughs) like, the company is Defy Media. Okay, perfect. Everyone who was under the umbrella of Defy Media woke up and found that they no longer were a company. They had gone under and had not released anyone's checks. 
So all the YouTubers that are under this umbrella mm-hmm. did not get their money for how many like videos they made. There's one guy who they owe him like $40,000 or something like oh that. Oh my god. So it was like the last paycheck that was to be released to everyone was not released. Like it was perhaps like, it was like a week before they shut down everything. Yeah. That was when the check was supposed to be released. It wasn't released and then they shut down. So they none of those people will be getting their checks because oh the company is no longer. The company went bye-bye. So it's just shady. That's super sketchy. Right? It's like a lot of money too because this YouTuber, I didn't know who this person was. That doesn't mean that because I don't know who they are, they're like unknown <laughs> But it's like, I hadn't seen this person's videos before. Yeah. And they're owed $40,000. I can't imagine how much money Ryland is owed. Yeah, I mean, like, he's a pretty big deal. Just, like, by association, even. Oh, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, no money. shade to Ryland, but, like, yeah, if no. you weren't dating Shane, like, you wouldn't be. Such a big. <laughs> Your face, you're like, oops. Alright, I mean, like, I feel bad. Like, I have no ill will against them. I'm just saying, like, no. Shane's a big name. Ryland wouldn't be as big of a Well, it's the same with, like, Shane. every channel that's, like, associated with Shane. Exactly. Like, they wouldn't be... Like, Trisha was making videos before she started hanging out with Shane that went viral. Mm-hmm. But no one was really like, oh my god, Trisha paid us. Yeah. They, he, they started making videos together, and it's like, now she's... Now people know her. Trisha paid us. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Shane is, like, a founding father of YouTube. No, he, like, like, really is. He is. Like, that's, people are like, oh my god, Shane made me want to make videos. Yeah, he was there from, like, the very beginning. Yeah. Um, that's so messed up. Wow. shady. I feel like so many of these, like, it's, like, full screen. Um, that other one that, uh, (laughs) Evan Peters on the Segway. Whatever that company was. It's, like, all of these really sketchy, like, YouTube adjacent companies that yeah. are like, we'll manage you or we'll promote you or we'll put on tours for you. It's like, but what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is your foundation? Like, it all seems really rocky. Yeah. In the video, it's like um, Shane and Rylan doing, like, talking about their house that they just got and then the fires in California. Mm-hmm. And they're just, like, in this room talking about it. And Shane was like, I'll just explain it like this if people are, like, really not getting it. It was like, Shane used to work for Jenny Craig, right? So it's like, it's like Jenny Craig has all this money and then the receptionist at Jenny Craig is supposed to hand you your check uh-huh. and the receptionist at Jenny Craig just puts it in her pocket and just closes the door. Yeah. Like, that's all it is. It's not like, like, YouTube is, that's my money from YouTube. Like, you're not, you're just supposed to pass it to me exactly. and it's not yeah. happening. It's just, like, that's so messed up. And we've, like, talked about it before about YouTubers and, like, the ridiculous amount of money they make. But I I still feel bad that people are working and not getting their money. I mean, I feel bad that they're getting scammed. Yeah. Like, Like, I still think it's a ridiculous amount of money. I don't feel, yeah, I'm not, I don't feel bad in the sense that, like, oh my god, like, how are they gonna pay their rent? I mean, like, maybe for some of them that is a legitimate concern, and, like, I feel sorry for them, but it's, like, for somebody like Ryland, I'm not like, oh my god, poor baby, you're not getting your money, because it's, like, I know he'll be okay, but, like, it's still shitty to get scammed. And it's so, like, they were talking, and they were, like, if you're, like, a YouTuber who's, like, starting, and companies like this are approaching you, like, don't do it. Like, I know it sounds... Because they set up ads for you, they set up sponsorships, they do all that yeah. stuff that I assume is, like, hard to get, and then they pocket it and don't give it to you. I know um, Rachel Whitehurst, formerly of YouTube fame, um, has talked about that before on her podcast, because yeah. um, I think it's, like, MCNs or something like that. That's the letter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. MCNs, and, like, she had, like, was a part of, like, a management company um for at least part of the time she was on youtube and like she's talked about how fucked up it was and like they would take like these huge percentages or like it would take forever for Mm -hmm. them to like give her her money Mm -hmm. and it just seemed like super shady it's like you can't you can't like close like you can't just like shut down Mm -hmm. as a company and then not like pay out people no like you you need like you still owe those people money because they produced content for you yeah so you would get money. Like, I 
understand a percentage of that is yours. The whole thing, however, yeah. does not belong to you. It's a pretty big percentage. Yeah. Um, wow, that's super messed up, right? It's just a little bit of shadiness. Well, I hope, like, legal action can be yeah. taken and these people can get the money that's rightfully theirs. It's so... I didn't watch all of it. Like, I was falling asleep because that's what I do. I just watch YouTube until I'm like, my eyes don't stay open. I literally cannot keep yeah. them open. <laughs> so I think I was, like, close to the end, but there's probably, like, more sketchiness. I yeah. just felt like it was going that way and I was like, oh my goodness. That's messed up. But in positive YouTube news, Drew Monson is back. <laughs> Back, back, back again. <laughs> Much like Amanda Bynes, Drew Monson is back. We love Drew Monson on this podcast. It was just very exciting to see a video from him. He is just the purest soul. Protect Drew Monson at all costs. Absolutely. I really feel for him. Um, and I was so I was so tickled to see I a know. video from him. I was like, oh, you're back. Make more 99 cent store hauls. We should watch that uh, when we finish. Warning. Gross. Gross. <laughs> well, are you ready for some monthly favorites? I am. Favorite. Do you want me to? Sure. Let's get into it. Let's I have three things. Do it. I believe. And do it. And do it. And do it. The flag IPs are my monthly fave. Um, Okay. Race Chaser. Oh, yes. I assume that's also going to be a fave. I didn't put it on my list, but I figured you'd talk about it. Yeah. So I'm just piggyback on yours. Willem and Alaska have a podcast where they are watching the entire, all the seasons of um, Drag Race. And they're doing episode by episode talking about it. And it's very entertaining. The discussion, dissection, and, and dissemination, dissemination of RuPaul's Drag Race. It's so entertaining to listen to. They have a regular segment with Tatiana on it called Tati Tidbits. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so that podcast. Mm-hmm. There's also a podcast that I learned about from listening to their podcast called Beyond with Mike Kelton, who's a comedian. But it's just like... He'll have, like, an episode where he talks to, like, a witch, and an episode where he talks to a psychic, and it's just, it's very nice. Like, they're relatively short episodes, but it's, like, the one with the psychic, he had the psychic on and his dad on, and they were, like, talking to his grandfather, and they were just, like, telling the stories about the grandfather that were, like, really cute. It's just, like, a nice little up podcast. And then Sims Get Famous expansion pack. Logan knew that was going to be there. (laughs) Um, It's very good. There's a lot to do on it, so that's fun, even though I had to delete a bunch of things to get it to work. It's been like a labor of love, it seems. It has been. I definitely had a breakdown about it, but like, it's fine. We've moved on. You made it it through. It seems to be working now. Now the next time I open it, it's not going to be, but at this point in time... It is working. What if every time we were recording the podcast, you were just secretly playing <laughs> Yeah, Sims? that's why I'm moving this yeah. so much. I'm just like, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I can't see the screen like you very well yeah, could be. I am. I love that. <laughs> right now, go to work. <laughs> I'm an actress. <laughs> that's just very fun. There's a lot of... It's kind of scary, though, because um, it's very, like, youtube now. Oh. Like, there's a desk that has, like, a camera and a light, and you can be, like, a vlogger as your job. Whoa. And you can be famous. Like, that's how you have to, like, post on your Simstagram story. <laughs> Logan's face is like, okay, I'm not recording with you anymore. This is what I do for fun. I'm really excited. Simstagram. Simstagram. Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> That's it. You heard it correctly. That's really it for my faves. Love it. Race Chaser. Beyond and the Sims. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, okay, I have a lot of it, mostly Netflix and music favorites. So three shows on Netflix. Um, Bodyguard. First of all. Not the one with Whitney Houston. Not the one with Whitney Houston. The one with that cute Scottish guy, Irish guy. He's really cute. Um, it was like some of the most tense, stressful TV I have ever watched in my life. 
Um, yes, is it perhaps problematic because they're displaying terrorists as being brown people? Yes. Okay. You know what? Yes. I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm just saying in terms of suspense, storytelling, acting, I really enjoyed it. Also, did I mention that the lead guy is very attractive? Because he is. Because he is. It was so funny. My mom and I were like watching the first episode and we paused at one point. And I was like, oh, that guy, like, he's so attractive. She's like, really? I think he has an annoying face. <laughs> Who is it? Do you know what I'm saying? Um, no, here, I'll pull it up for okay. you. Um, he was on um, our favorite show, House, not House of Cards, <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, I don't know why I said House of Cards. His name is Richard Madden. Let me see his yeah, face. It's that guy. He played like Rob Stark or somebody on um, Game of Thrones. Interesting. Sorry, I'm just going to look at him <laughs> some more. Yeah, go for it. Well, thank you. He, yeah. No, he's cute. Yeah. He's oh, like, he's also in that movie that was not great. Oh, Ibiza. Oh, yes. Yeah. I can't imagine him being in that movie because, like, he's so serious yeah. and bodyguard. And I was like, I haven't seen Ibiza, but, like, I know that it was, it was Ibiza. Ibiza. I know that it's, like, a fun, like, comedy. Yeah. Gillian Jacobs and <laughs> Phoebe Robinson and yeah. uh, Vanessa Bayer. Yeah, Vanessa Bayer. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so, bodyguard, if you want to be stressed out for, like, <laughs> six, eight, I don't even know how long it is, six or eight episodes, uh, I recommend that. Um, if you don't want to be stressed out, if you want to be delighted, go watch Dogs. Um, I cried for the majority of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but each episode is a happy ending. Okay. Because, like, I'm that so was... scared to watch it. <laughs> no, it's, like, each episode, like, literally is, like, a happy ending, or at least, okay. like, an uplifting, like, okay. positive ending. Do dogs die? No. Okay. Okay. No. Good. No, right. no right. dogs die. Okay, good. That's what I was worried. I'm worried every episode was going to be like, this is my dog, and at the end, he dies. Oh, fuck like, no. no. I would not have, like, watched past okay. the first episode. Like, that was my concern. I was like, this is going to be, like, touching and heartfelt, and yeah. we're going to hear about these dead dogs. Yeah, no, I don't want that. No, there's no dead dogs. If you're feeling apprehensive about it, I suggested this to Zoe, but watch, I think it's the fourth episode. It's about dog groomers in Japan. The most delightful, like, hour of television you'll ever watch. It's gonna be so hard for me to watch that, though, because my dogs bark at anything that kind of looks like another animal yeah, on TV. Yeah, you might have to watch that in secret. Yeah. Um, but it's really good, um, and it's just, like, it will make you cry just because, like, it's so, like, beautiful and, like, oh my god, wow, that's so nice, but um, it, no everything's okay. okay, everything's okay. Um, also on Netflix, Patriot Act, which is, um, Hassan Minaj's, uh, new, uh, like, late night talk show sort of thing. It's really good, really informative. He's so funny and cute. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, like, he's also very cute. So, I've really been enjoying that. I'm, like, a couple episodes behind, but, um, it's just awesome. He's, like, talking about topics that, like, aren't usually covered. Like, there was one on Amazon, there was one on the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, um, there was one in the oil industry. I think those are the three that I've watched so far, but just all super interesting, really informative. It's like a half hour show and he basically is like talking and walking around the whole time and he's got like fucking like screens yeah. everywhere. It's fantastic. Um, and then music favorites, two individual songs. First of all, Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. <laughs> um, so excited. Can't wait for the video to come out because that's going to be a banger oh my for God, sure. so fun. And then the other song, I've basically been listening to these two songs on repeat. The other one is Pussy is God by King Princess, another bop. And then the album that I've been listening to is LM5 by Little Mix. And if you yes. haven't listened to it yet, I don't know what you're doing with your life, quite frankly. Because if you do not stand Little Mix at this point in time... <laughs> you're wrong. You are wrong, quite frankly. Um, and you're the reason why they've never been able to succeed in North America, and so, I hate you. good job. I've been supporting them since day one, you so... Have. You have. Logan is a Little Mix stand. I am a Little Mix stand. And she will fight you about it. And you and deserve to be fought. Yeah, no, you do. If you don't respect how talented they are, goodbye. 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 Those are my faves. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else you would like to touch upon? I think I'm okay. All right. Well, touch, touch. Our 12 days of podness is now full. So. So, very exciting. Stay tuned for all the fun podcasts you will learn about. 
throughout December. It is fast approaching. It is. December 13th. Mark your calendars. <laughs> you can uh, stay abreast to those. <laughs> sure. Why did I have to whisper abreast? Yeah, that made me highly uncomfortable. Abreast. Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HonestlyPod or Facebook.com slash HonestlyPod. Um, if you want to send us an email, thehonestlypodcast at gmail.com. Go to our website, which is thehonestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Do not forget the slash home because it will lead you nowhere. Anything? Uh, rate, review, and subscribe. I just need to show you this meme really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> There's this like new meme going around where it's like a picture of like a giant cow like surrounded by like Tiny tiny calves. Cow. Um, and this one was me at a One Direction concert in 2013. And that's us. <laughs> me being the giant cow. Um, I, I, it's a giant cow. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, continue. Just really wanted to show that to um, you. If you enjoy listening to us and all the fun things we have to say, like talking about giant cows, I think that's very nice of you. That's the content that you're here for, right? And, uh, you should go to Apple Podcasts and rate leave a review and if you leave a review screenshot that and send it our way at the previously mentioned email and we'll send you a sticker they're limited edition we are running out we are running low 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 get yours today (laughs) sunday 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 Sunday. don't forget to subscribe also that would be really nice it helps us move move up in the charts That'd be fun to get anywhere close to a chart. <laughs> New and noteworthy. Hey. Huh? <laughs> Maybe get the attention of Exactly Right Podcast Network. Get us on that network. <laughs> Honestly, spam Karen and Georgia. I'm being I'm being 100% serious. Please. Spam Karen and Georgia on Twitter and or Instagram and tell them to add us <laughs> to their podcast network. Please. That'd be so fun. Can you imagine? Can you amaze? Can you imagine? Doom. Anyways, is that it? That's all. All right. Bye. Bye.